Please stand and face the rear of the church. A warm welcome to Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Chicago. Both those joining us on YouTube this morning and those in person. If you're on YouTube, we invite you now in the comments section to say hello and where you're from so that we can know that we're a community. For example, you might say, Good morning, this is George from Kansas City. Good morning, this is Mary from Rogers Park. So if you've not done that already, we invite you to do that. That's something brand new that we hope we'll all be doing to know again that we are joined together as one people. Our gospel today has Jesus say that he is the vine and we are the branches. Because of the way Jesus nurtures us with unconditional love and grace, we also welcome one another without exception. Whatever the color of our skin, whoever we love or marry, whatever our religious or spiritual background, however we think about church, how we vote, how we view the world, here we are one, and we extend that unconditional welcome to one another.
Alleluia. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. O God, you give us your Son as the vine, apart from whom we cannot live. Nourish our life in his resurrection, that we may bear the fruit of love and know the fullness of your joy. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Acts. An angel of the Lord said to Philip, Get up and go towards the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a wilderness road. So Philip got up and went. Now there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of the, of the Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, in charge of her entire treasury. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning home. Seated in his chariot, he was reading the prophet Isaiah. Then the spirit said to Philip, go over to this chariot and join it. So Philip ran up to it and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, do you understand what you're reading? The eunuch replied, how can I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to get in and sit beside him. Now, the passage of scripture that he was reading was this. Like a sheep led to the slaughter, and like a lamb silent before its shearer, so he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, about whom, may I ask you, does the prophet say this, about himself or someone else? Then Philip began to speak and started with the scripture. He proclaimed to him the good news about Jesus. As they were going along the road, they came to water. And the eunuch said, look, here is water. What is to prevent me from being baptized? He commanded the chariot to stop. And both of them, Philip and the eunuch, went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch saw him no more and went, away, went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself at Azotus, and as he was passing through the region, he proclaimed the good news to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God.
A reading from 1 John. Beloved, let us love one another because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed to us in this way. God sent into the world God's only Son, that we might live through him. And this is love, not that we loved God, but that God loved us and sent his Son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us, and God's love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in God and God in us because we have been given of God's own spirit, and we have seen and do testify that the Father has sent the Son as the Savior of the world, God abides in those who confess that Jesus is the Son of God, and they abide in God. So we have known and believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and those who abide in love abide in God, and God abides in them. 
Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness on the day of judgment, because as the Son is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear, for fear has to do with punishment. And whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. We love because God first loved us. Those who say, I love God and hate their brothers and sisters are liars. For those who do not love a brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. The commandment we have from God is this. Those who love God must love their brothers and sisters and siblings also. Word of God, word of life. The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, the Father prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. 
praise to you, O Christ. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. I love the image. Jesus the vine and we the branches. Now whether a limb or a branch, a bough or a twig, we are connected. Everything belongs and everyone belongs. And we draw our juice, our sap, from Christ the vine. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb, pun intended. We are conditioned to think of ourselves first as individuals, not as a community. More concerned for self-interest than common good. In a way, we act like Charlie Brown Christmas trees, <laughs> a branch by itself, cut from the tree, a few decorations here and there, to make us look as good as we can. And we've got a problem. What we used to call partisanship in this country is now named sectarianism. Usually this word is used to describe hostility between groups like the Sunnis and Shia in Iraq. We now see the other branches on the tree, neighbors in this country, as enemies. It's not just about ideology anymore. The other political party is seen as the enemy, as alien, as immoral. And the fruits hanging on our trees isn't love, but hatred. Now, I might go out on a limb again and say there are a lot of threats to democracy these days. There are a lot of justice issues that we are passionate about. But we, all of us, are also part of the demonizing and the silencing of those on the other side of the political spectrum. Vine and branches, it's, it's about relationship. Native people speak of all my relations. We are related to vines and trees. We are related to those two-legged and four-legged, winged, those who crawl and those who slide. And we are related to those most different from us, not only for those for whom we raise our prayers and our voices for justice, but we are related to those with whom we disagree sharply. Now, for many personal, spiritual, and religious reasons, I struggle with evangelical Christianity, for example. Yet, I know that we are all branches on the tree, the same tree, and we all name Jesus as the vine that connects us. If we keep growing in faith, if we keep expanding our horizons, there are always more and more branches on the tree, more religions and spiritualities to learn about. The movie Nomadland 
introduces us to communities that we would never imagine. Nomads, unable to live on their savings, social security checks, they move into RVs, trailers or vans. They travel to temporary places for work, such as an Amazon fulfillment center, and they are truly out on a limb, misunderstood. So in the movie Nomadland, we watch Fern, the main character, as she finds community among surprising people, surprising circumstances. When a teenager asks Fern if she is homeless, she replies, no, I'm not homeless, I'm houseless. For Fern is rooted in who she is, and home is something she carries within her. Vine and branches and pruning, ouch, that's in the gospel too. Gardeners trim for the sake of growth that plants may thrive. Pruning is cutting back, trimming limbs and branches. And pruning is painful, not only in our gardens, but in our souls. What's the spiritual pruning? Jesus says that it is for the sake of bearing fruit. Now we think of Paul's fruits of the Spirit, or the fruit of bringing in more people to the faith. Yet in John's gospel, bearing fruit is about love. It's about washing feet. It's about serving others. It's about laying down your life for the sake of another. We're not out on a limb by ourselves. We are grafted to Christ, the source of divine love. A divine love that is expansive, unconditional, life-changing. And our first reading today is the story of an Ethiopian eunuch. This is an awesome story to make this point. But first, before we go there, remember that in human history, there always needs to be an enemy, a scapegoat. One example today is transgender people, especially youth and their rights in society. How ironic that those who protest government out overreach are the ones leading the hateful movement against those who identify as trans. So now, consider the Ethiopian eunuch. It is not often we get a queer, got your attention, character in the scriptures. I don't think I'm going out on a limb. The Ethiopian eunuch is queer, sexless. Some would say he would fall into a transgender category. Now think back to biblical times. There was no modern sense of L, G, B, T, or Q, none of those. But the E word, eunuch, they knew. According to the Torah, eunuchs had no place in the community. They could not have children. And remember, having children was everything. And if eunuchs went to the temple, they wouldn't let them in. Not exactly what First John says, you cannot love God and hate your sibling. But there's more 
to this Ethiopian eunuch. He's black, and he's considered from the far end of the earth as it was known then. And although a man of rank and privilege in his own land, to Jewish Philip, he's a foreigner. How queer, how strange that the Ethiopian eunuch, and sorry for reducing him to those words, but he has no name in the story. He approaches Philip as a spiritual seeker. Now the seeker had been reading Isaiah about a lamb led to slaughter, about another one cut off with no family and no children. Jesus, the crucified one. Maybe the man read on a few verses because scripture isn't always consistent. Maybe he came across the verses just a little bit later in Isaiah that said that eunuchs considered dry trees are indeed welcome in the house of God. Like a limb cut off from the tree, this courageous man senses that he too can be grafted to the vine, that even an outsider is worthy to be in the community. And he says to Philip, here's some water. I may be going out on a limb, but what prevents me from being baptized? The answer is nothing. No human rules, no human regulations, no scriptures or codes, nothing. Nothing prevents God's extravagant welcome from gushing forth like a mighty stream, cleansing and renewing and creating new life. For in baptism, we are grafted to Christ, the tree of life. He is the vine that nourishes us at this table with bread and wine and with all we need to grow and thrive. So what prevents us from letting go, from losing our lives, from going out on a limb and bearing fruit, the fruit of love? that more and more people can be grafted to the vine. We, the people of Holy Trinity, share our DNA, our sap, if you will, in the Lakeview Lutheran Parish. Not for what we can gain, not for what the other congregations can gain, but for the sake of mission, for the sake of those not yet here. We abide in Christ, and Christ abides in us. There are other branches on the tree. Some are weak. Some are withering. What prevents us? What prevents us from going out on a limb, raising our voices and taking risks for the sake of those forgotten and rejected? Nothing for the gospel is not merely for our personal salvation. It is for the good of the branches, all the branches on the tree. For the fruit of Easter is through this self-giving. Amen.
Alleluia. Christ is risen. Christ is risen Alleluia. Joined to Christ in the waters of baptism, we are clothed with God's mercy and forgiveness. Let us give thanks for the gift of baptism. Holy God, you are the river of life. You are the everlasting wellspring. Blessed be God. Glory to you for Lake Michigan, for oceans, for rivers and streams. Your waters are below us, around us, above us. Our life is born in you. You are the fountain of resurrection. Blessed be God. Praise to you for your saving waters. Noah and the animals survived the flood. The Israelites escaped through the sea, and Jesus is baptized in the Jordan. Blessed be God. Through this water, remind us of our own baptism. Breathe your spirit into all who are gathered here and into all creation. Wash away the sin within us and drown the evil around us. Shower us with your spirit, that your forgiveness, grace, and love may be renewed in our lives. Do you be given honor and praise through Jesus Christ, our Lord, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Rejoicing in the life, death, and resurrection of Christ, we pray for the witness of the church, the wholeness of creation, and all who are in need. For the church, that it may remain true to the vine from which it grows. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. For the beauty and health of the earth, for vineyards and orchards, rainforests and arctic tundra. Risen Lord, for harsh words to be reformed into loving speech, for the healing of racism in our country, for an end to gun violence, and for justice and peace in every land. Risen Lord. For a fair distribution of vaccines for all who face effects of the pandemic, struggle with illness, and for those who suffer silently or alone, especially those we name aloud or in the comments section. That your healing power may abide in them, risen Lord. For this assembly that nourished by word and sacrament, we may bear the fruit of your love in our families, relationships, and communities, risen Lord. We give thanks for Blessed Mary, Athanasius, Monica, Julian of Norwich, Victor the Moor, and all your holy ones. May we with them be living branches of Christ the vine, risen Lord. We entrust all our prayers to you, gracious God. Receive them by the power of the Holy Spirit and the love of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
The peace of the risen Christ be with you always. As we share the peace in this space, we invite all of you online to join us right after worship this morning, uh, right during or after the postlude, and go to the Zoom link that will be in the comments section for HT Unmuted. We'll have a chance to share the peace. I'm looking forward to seeing your faces. I love the faces of over 40 here today and can't wait to see your face as well. Most of you may have seen already the sad email from Ben about his new call. Sad for us, but we're very happy for him. He will be joining us on HD Unmuted to tell us a little bit more about his new call. Please note, um, there are announcements in our weekly e-news and on our website. This coming Tuesday is the monthly anti-racism meeting. There's also material about our special volunteer project to help the Frost family on Saturday, May 15th and 22nd. For those in person this morning, we will be celebrating communion and we'll invite you to come forward one side at a time. Remember to use social distancing between your family units as you come forward. And for those of you at home who are not communing, there will be a blessing at that time as well. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, for the glorious resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ the true Paschal Lamb who gave himself to take away our sin, who in dying has destroyed death and in rising has brought us to eternal life. And so with Mary Magdalene and Peter and all the witnesses of the resurrection, with earth and sea and all their creatures, and with angels and archangels, cherubim and seraphim, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed are you, O God of the universe. You bring springtime to the earth. You drown sin and evil in the flood. You liberate those in bondage. You put flesh on dry bones. You stand in the fire with all who suffer. You lead us to the promised land. You are the God of resurrection. Blessed are you, O God of the universe. You raised Jesus from the dead. He is the shepherd who comforts us in the dark valley, the door who leads us to abundant life, the vine who nourishes us to bear fruit. You are the God of resurrection. You are the God of 
In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again after supper, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, poured out for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Amid great rejoicing, let us proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us and on this feast. By this bread and cup, make of us one body, the body of Christ for the world. Come, Holy Spirit. Renew the face of the earth. Set our hearts on fire with your love. Bring hope to those in despair and justice to those who are oppressed. Send us as witnesses to the resurrection. Come, Holy Spirit. With your holy ones of all times and places, with the earth and all its creatures, with sun, moon, and stars, we praise you, O God, blessed and holy Trinity, now and forever. Amen. Please join me now using the ancient gesture of open hands. Baptized into Christ's death and resurrection, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. If you are not communing today, please receive this blessing. May Christ bless you with his presence, and may God strengthen you with grace and peace. Amen. And if you are by yourself, please know that you are part of this community gathered here. Take a piece of bread and wine and the body of Christ given for you, the blood of Christ shed for you.
Let us pray. Nurturing God, in this Eucharist you have fed us on the life of your Son. Grant us now to walk in his way, to rejoice in his truth, and to share in his risen life, who is alive and reigns now and forever. Amen. One final reminder for those of you who are watching online, we ask you to join us in Unmuted immediately following the service. God, by whose glory Christ was raised from the dead, strengthen you to walk with him in this risen life. And the blessing of the Holy Trinity, one God, be with you and remain with you forever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ is risen! Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Go in peace. Share the good news. While the rest of the assembly online goes to unmuted, we invite you to stay here and talk with others or meet me outside and have a conversation out there.